Hey, thanks for joining us out here in the hallway. We're about to meet someone new, and we're pretty excited you're here with us. I'm Tara Clays. And I'm Liam Dempsey. And this is Hallway Chats. Together, we'll explore the stories of people in our community. Stories of living, stories of making a living with WordPress. Today's show is brought to you in part by Liquid Web. We sure know that there's a lot of choice when it comes to hosting your WordPress site. Liquid Web is the managed WordPress partner you've been waiting for. Whether you're a business owner, an agency, or a freelancer, Liquid Web has you covered when it comes to performance, uptime, and ease of site management. And one of the things we love most? When your content goes viral, Liquid Web doesn't charge you more for huge spikes in traffic. Transparent pricing, no surcharges. Liquid Web is offering Hallway Chats listeners 33% off for the first three months. Go to liquidweb.com and use the coupon code HALLWAYCHATS, all one word, to sign up. And now we're excited to begin our very first conversation. This is episode number one. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we have Jessica Riley with us. Jess is a single mom of two awesome kids. She's a front-end developer and works exclusively with WordPress. In her free time, Jess can be found traveling with her kids in tow, hiking, taking photos, reading, or connecting with others. Hi, Jess. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hey, Jess. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Thanks. I'm good, Liam. How are you? Very good. Very good. I uh, am going to acknowledge the dog in the background barking because otherwise it would be silly if we didn't, but the dog is around somewhere, as they are always, and that's wonderful. Uh, Jess, why don't you take a few minutes and tell us about yourself? Okay, thank you. First, yeah, I, I know uh, I can't believe she's barking because she rarely barks, and it's great that she started off uh, the podcast with with uh, Coco barking. Anyway, yeah, so I am a front-end WordPress developer, and I work exclusively with WordPress, and um, I started working with WordPress, I would I think, almost 10 years ago, and um, that was in 2006, and that was for my own personal blog. I um, I just came across the software and I thought this is pretty cool. And um, I, I installed it and started playing around with it. And I just liked the blogging aspect of it. Uh, so that's when I first got got involved. And then a couple years later, I had a friend who needed a website, a glass artist, and I actually still do her website. And I said, why don't we build it on WordPress? And she liked it. I liked it. And um and then it was really more of like a blogging platform, but, it, you know, and now it's evolved to really be a fully all-encompassing, you know, website platform. So, um, yeah, so we, that's where I started. And uh, I guess in like 2008, I had my first child and I stopped working completely at that time. And then I had my second child and I was still doing that original website and and I guess what happened is I, I just started to help out more people with WordPress and I really loved the platform. And eventually I started helping and doing web development for people that weren't friends. And I started to think, well, maybe this is something I could actually do for a living. So I, uh, yeah, so I started jumping in full time. I actually made my business official and, uh, and I love it. It's, it's my favorite thing that I I get to do this every day for my job and, um, it's creative, it's challenges me. And, um, 
and I get to be around for my kids. That's, that's the really awesome part. I get to be, see them off to the bus, work during the day, and then I get them off the bus every day. So I love that. That's great. I love your story. And um, I can relate to it a little bit too. I, I did a website early on for a glass uh, artist as well. <laughs> um, but it's nice to I'm going to chime in and say I did one as well. So we're, we're, we're three peas in a pod there. Oh, wow. What are the odds? <laughs> so um, I appreciate also that you started out doing WordPress as a favor for people and, and just to sort of learn and then have progressed to doing it to make a living. How, tell us a little bit about how you have developed your skills, how you've learned to do what you do and evolved over the past 10 years from doing it as a hobby to having this skill level to do it professionally. Right. So I think when I, so first off, I should say my degree is in computer engineering. So I have a pretty solid coding background. Although after I graduated from Penn State, I worked in industry for five years. And at that time I did, I coded in C um, for five years. So I do have a fairly strong coding background. Although in college I did not, except for maybe a couple minor personal interests, I didn't have any HTML, PHP or CSS experience. So when I started getting into it uh, just as favors for friends, I really started off with very basic, um, like the basic understanding, trying to understand how WordPress works. I'm, I started off with um, a free theme, installed it, just started digging in and trying to understand how themes work and how WordPress works. And then I transitioned to, um, I think I transitioned to customizing themes, either purchasing a theme or getting a free theme and customizing it. And then I transitioned to starting with a starter theme like Genesis or another theme, um, a much more traditional starter theme and making more custom themes for clients. Um, But most of my, all of my experience, I haven't taken any WordPress classes or coding classes specifically in um, web development. That's all just been learning and, and going off my coding background. In that regard, so what have you found to be the biggest challenge in your pathway of, of learning? Because it sounds like you have a lot of experience and you've pieced a lot of things together. What would you say has been the most challenging part of that journey? I think that since I'm a, since I'm a solo business owner, um, one of the biggest challenges is day-to-day. Um, I, I use the internet a lot for resources and to understand things and to if I hit a challenge or to just learn coding techniques is I think just best practices. I wish I, I would love to have a business partner at times who had a coding background and just to, to say, Hey, what's the best practice for this? Or what's the best way to implement this? Just to bounce ideas off that. That's a really big challenge for me. Um, I will, I'll do a lot of research on the internet and I belong to the Philly Burbs WordPress meetup group, which is a really fantastic resource uh, but I think <laughs> little plug there and that's fantastic. Although day to day, one of my biggest struggles is, am I doing this the right way? Is there a better way to, do, to be doing this? That, that type of thing. Yeah, I think that's, that's familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your, um, in your professional life and well, in life in general, we always like to ask people about how they define success. So you've 
you've taken this great journey over 10 years and, and um, become a professional. So what would you say though is, is your definition of success? That's a great question. And I think I'd like to kind of split it into two parts because I have a personal success and then professional success. And I want to preface this with my life has really changed over the past year. I went from being married to separated to being a single mom. And I think why I'm mentioning that is because it really has shifted my definition of success. Um, And it also has to do with my role as a web developer. When I was married, my role was supplementary. My job was kind of a, was supplementary to our income. It wasn't something I had to do a certain amount of or bring in a certain income. When we separated, that role really shifted for me. So now professionally, I need to, to, to live a certain lifestyle and to support my kids, I need to make X amount of dollars. So that has really, really shifted the way I see my job um, for better or for worse. And also how I define success. So um, now I define success for my, for my personal life as being able to connect with my children to provide a specific lifestyle that I would like to provide for them. And that does in turn, um, come back to sometimes making so much money. So I need to think about my job and business in a different way than I used to. Um, although ultimately what I define success as if, if like, if money wasn't an issue and I didn't have to think about that, I love the, I, what, how I define success is being able to connect with others and make meaningful impact on others' lives. And that goes personally and professionally. I mean, my deepest, I find so much meaning in providing for my children, um, getting them out the door every day, playing with them, seeing them. And I also find a lot of deep, uh, meaningful work in not only doing web development for professionals, also web development for some nonprofits as well. So I feel very fortunate that I get to do that. I love that imagery of success being the ability to connect for and provide for and assist others where it, it starts with your immediate family, your children, and, and then it grows from there and you're, putting food on your table and you're working with your clients to help them to put food on their respective tables and you're working with nonprofits to enable them to address the needs of the communities that they serve. That's a, that's a really fantastic vision and definition of success. And then as you tied that to, to business where at some point, yeah, it comes down to that there has to be enough money. And that's a, I see that not in a kind of a vicious capitalistic way. It's all about money, but it's a practical reality of part of the way that we care for our circles is is to be able to meet some of their earthly needs so what a great definition thank you for sharing that thank you and i know working from home sounds like you do is that right yes i do yep yeah so separating separating your work life from your mom life and and mixing the two things together and setting an example for your kids on how you balance that. How, how do you balance that? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, and I think that, ba- I mean, this is, this is something I've struggled with even before becoming a single mom. This was 
balance has been a challenging and a struggle for me. Uh, as you know, it, it's wonderful. I feel very fulfilled by my job and as my role as a mother, the challenge does come down to though, how do I manage a business, which is, as you both know, very time consuming and, and, um, and there's just, sometimes it seems like there's just not enough hours in the day and it, and it is such a, it, it really is such a fluid thing for me. I often will get the kids off the bus and come home and get them settled and then say, okay, I have to wrap up a couple emails here. Give me half an hour while you guys decompress and watch a TV show or whatever. Uh, that is, I think that still continues to be my biggest challenge is not only finding time to provide for my clients and provide well for them and serve them well to provide for my children and serve them well. And on top of it, provide for myself. I think all three of those are important to me and my top priorities are myself and my children. Yet I do have a strong connection and identity with my, with my business. It's such a huge part of my life. And I feel a lot of responsibility to provide well for my clients that I serve. Um, so this, this balance thing, it's, it's good on some days and I celebrate those days. And then there are days where everything's falling apart. It's five 30. There's no food on the table yet. And I'm still rapidly trying to fire off some emails. The kids are falling apart. So it is not all rainbows yeah. and unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, it's eight 30 at night. We're going to have breakfast for dinner. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. We've had many of those nights. Yeah. Yeah. How old are your kids? They're eight and six. So okay. they're both in school. They're in second and first grade. So my day really consists of, I get them on the bus at eight and I pick them up at three forty-five. So, um, I really have like this solid seven hours, uh, during the day where I can get, get my stuff done. Um, and then I will often, my, my, my day doesn't always stop right then. Like I said, sometimes I'll, I'll hop on, do some emails and I will often hop on my computer at night and do, do work at night and working from home, as you were saying, Tara, it's, it's hard to set boundaries to, um, to have this, like, I don't have a very, I don't have a set day. Like, Oh, once, once the kids are home, my computer's off. That at this point, that's not how it is. It's very, very changing. Yeah. That's understandable. So, um, I know we've talked about your um, development as a professional web person, but it sounds like now that you've taken this on more as a, um, a, a sustaining business for your family, how are you learning and developing your skills as a, a business owner? Because that's a whole nother set of skills that I think a lot of us struggle with, um, tracking your time, finding new clients, maintaining websites for clients, all of those things billing? How, how are you managing that end of your business? I would say that is my single biggest struggle and I don't manage it well. Uh, I actually have had uh, send out invoices on my list for uh, March, April, and May. So I am three months behind on invoicing. I know that well. Oh my gosh. I am horrible, horrible at it. So I, I mean, I've, I've struggled with this the whole time. I I love what I do. I do not feel that running, like being a business owner is my strength. Um, I feel that I excel at connecting with uh, colleagues and working with others. I am a solid developer. I 
Yet when it comes to the administrative stuff, I mean, and it's not only the fact that I just, I don't, I don't like it. It's probably that 20% of my job that I just don't like. And I, so that is where I struggle. And not only that, I, I mean, I, as I'm working on my, what I want my business model to be, I am even struggling with, I'm at a point where I have, and I've been at this point for probably two years now where I have probably more than enough work. And I'm in this transition phase where I need, where I would love to figure out where I need to go from here. Do I hire someone? Do I partner with someone? Um, what, what do I do? I, and I really feel that I'm at a crossroads of sorts where I'm, I'm just not sure what I want to do. Um, and that's, so that's where I, that, that's where I'm sitting right now. This uncertainty of where do I go? I hate the administrative stuff. How do I bring that? How do I, how do I manage that? You know? So I, I very much appreciate that. And losing the forest for the trees when we're up to our eyeballs in project deliverables. Yes. And yes. then we realize the bank account has, you know, not even enough money in there. And we realize from our invoicing uh services that we use that there's you know they owe me about eight grand they're not going to pay it until i just invoice them let me do that so within this milieu of work's going well from a project standpoint you're you're getting the income uh that you want and or then you know that you that you that, that you need to meet to meet your goals and as, as on any given day you're balancing it at all but how do you how do you find time uh on good days i guess to find the space to think about where should I be going, particularly as it relates back to your goals. I'm sorry, your definition of success. And then maybe while you're, you're thinking about this question, Jess, I'll ask you as well is how do you weave in self-care time, me time? I, I get the opinion or the view that you're very, very busy and there's a lot of demands on your time. And those are demands that you want to meet. You'd love to meet. You're excited to meet, but at some point, you only have so much energy and time. How, how do you how do you get through all of that? Oh, that's that's another great great question. Uh, so, to start, um, I the first question regarding how do I find the space and time to, to think about my business and where is it going? How do I see it meeting my definitions of success? I have um, and I've worked with a, a business coach for I think almost five years now. She's a really fantastic um, coach. Her name is Dee Arison. And we have, we coach, um, every other week. And I love that it, and, and sometimes it's coaching. Sometimes it's morphs into a little bit of counseling. Uh, what I love about it though, is that it is my defined space for, for every other week for one hour. I'm sitting with her and talking about my business and about life and how do we, how do I, meet my goals. Uh, I would say though, outside of that, where I struggle is I get very wrapped up in project deliverables. I mean, the reality is I have so much to do today. I have to get this, get this out the door, to ship this or to do this. I am not, I feel like one area that I can certainly improve in is spending more day-to-day time of thinking bigger picture, thinking forest, thinking about that forest as opposed to just, okay, I have to get this out and this out. I, that is one thing as, as I adjust to my new normal that I would absolutely love to 
work on this year is to spend more time, even if it means sitting for 10 minutes every day and thinking, okay, here's what I have to do immediately. How is this fitting into my weekly, my monthly, and then my yearly and, and bigger goals? Uh, that is something where I'm, I'm not there. Um, as you were saying, I, I do feel busy. I mean, everyone's busy at many levels. And I think I am certainly still adjusting to life uh, as a single mom. And that's something that um, it's, it's a work. I would say I'm a work in progress at, um, yeah, even at the best of the times I'm, I'm a work in progress. And then as it comes to self-care, which I feel very strongly about, um, that's an, that's another, that's another challenge. Um, one thing that's really important to me is, um, having some alone time. I also, though, for me, self-care also means connecting with others. If I can fit in a lunch occasionally with a good, a good friend for me, that is absolutely a very important part to self-care because it gives me the opportunity to talk. I tend to love, I love connecting with others. I find through this experience that I've gone through, um, one of the most important things to me is connection, not only connection, but deeply connecting and authentically connecting with others. And I find that is really fulfilling to me. And I find that's an important part of self-care for me. So thank you so much for your candor to, to talk about I'm a work in progress, not just less in a conversation, but in a conversation that you know is being recorded and going to be shared online is, uh, that's great. I mean, it just it really speaks to how you value community and how you're willing to put your own vulnerability out there to connect with and support others. So thank you for that. Thanks. With, with that in mind, let me ask you, how did you first encounter the WordPress community? What was that experience like for you? And within your uh, very long to-do list on any given day, how do you, how do you, how do you continue to connect with the WordPress community? That's a, that's a good question. And it's, and it's something that I have had, um, kind of ups, hills and valleys with, uh, not in a good, bad way that I've had a bad experience. It's more just my amount of time and that I have to one connect with WordPress community, give back to the WordPress community. And, um, so I think my first experience with the word, any type of WordPress community was just their support forums when I would be, since I was doing this, on my own and, and figuring out WordPress, I would turn to Google and end up in the, the support community at that time doing strictly searches and not, not contributing or, or giving back. And then, um, Oh gosh, was it maybe three years ago? I was really looking for more of a connection and, and that desire to not only connect with others to also like, tap into other people's brains and say, is this what you're doing? How are you doing this? How do you, how do you figure this out? And that's when I Googled, uh, or I think I searched meetup and I came across the excellent Philly Burbs WordPress meetup group in Liam. And that was a really important piece to me because I feel like I kind of was really hitting my stride as a developer, as I was expanding my business. And that became a really important time for me to connect with others um, I went to the, um, I'm blanking in Philly, the, like the overall large meetup, the WordCamp Philly. WordCamp, yeah, sorry. 
<laughs> WordCamp Philly was awesome. So, um, and I really felt a great connection with that. Um, so that to me is one of my favorite pieces of connecting with others and being involved in the WordPress community. That being said, I still use the forums regularly. I personally would like to give back and contribute more to the forums, which I don't do regularly. And, um, and I should. I think that's another another thing. As at, at my level and what I can bring to the table, I I know I can offer a lot to the uh, just the general WordPress community. So, well, I can let you know that there's a WordPress support forums meeting today on Slack at 12 p.m. So, if you wanted to join that, thank you. you. No pressure. No pressure. No <laughs> oh, I, I would love to. Do, I need to just dive in and do that because I think one of my favorite things has always been at our WordPress meetups is doing presentations. I feel, even though I'm not big on public speaking, uh, I love doing those presentations. I get a lot of fulfillment out of that. That's great. I love your interest in giving back to the community and participating in those forums. I think about that too. And I, you know, sometimes I'll hop on the Facebook group or Slack group and, and look at what's going on. But I, the, the dedicating the time, you know, when you're talking about time management, it's a hard thing to do. I really... Uh, value and appreciate people in those forums who do that, who who are always answering questions and seeing, I don't know how they do it really, to, to manage all of what they do and still be there to answer questions patiently on those, on those community forums. I'm with you. I, and I, I've thought about this too, is, and I don't, as I was saying, just adjusting to my new normal, one of my biggest things is, and I've thought about this many times, is just coming up with a regular schedule. You know, maybe every Tuesday I spend half an hour. And I don't think it takes a lot of time. I think it's just just finding that, just dedicating the time and saying, okay, Tuesday morning, no matter what, from eight to nine, I'm going to hop on the forums and, and do that. And so that's something that I would certainly, as a as a as a smaller measure of success for me is to be able to give back more in that sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I started getting involved with the forums uh, at WordCamp US, the, the 2016 ones and on contributor day, I sat with and met with some of the team there. And then the next day went out to uh, Dave and Buster's with some of the team. And so that was really fun. And your point around trying to make just a little bit of time to, to answer some tickets. Yeah, that's what I do. And I tend to try the Saturday and Sunday mornings when I'm awake and my children are not yet. Okay. So it's coffee, it's leftover pizza, and it's WordPress support forum. And, mm. and some days it's 15 minutes and then they come storming down the stairs and, and that's all I give. And other days they're sleeping in, it's rainy, it's dark, and, and I do an hour. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's really rewarding. And I, I'm finding really surprisingly – to me anyway, how much I'm actually learning about WordPress and how how different people go about it differently. So it's been really educational and valuable for me as well. Mm. I think the idea of time blocking, um, I've been trying that unsuccessfully for a while, but having a weekly schedule where, like you said, Tuesday from nine to 10 is your support time. And then from 10 to one is client time and whatever, trying to block your time off that way. Um, if you're able to turn off your inbox and, and uh, focus on what you're supposed to be doing during that time, I think it can be very successful, but it's really hard to be disciplined to do that. So um, here's to all of us trying to stick to that schedule better. Um, switching gears for, um, for now, wanted to ask you, what do you think is the most important thing that you do every day? 
whether in work or just in your day-to-day life? So I actually think it has <clears throat> a lot to do with what we were just talking about and, um, and staying focused with attention management. I tend to be a little bit of a productivity geek. And for me, probably the most single important thing I do is to stay present in the moment. And I have a sign in my office and I have I actually have a lot of notes around my house. And, but my, my sign in my office is um, wherever it says, wherever you are, be all there. And to me, that is the single most important thing I do every single day. So right now I'm chatting with you in this podcast and this is where I need to be. And this is where my focus is when I am working on a graphic or working on a theme or even with my kids, which is very challenging at times, I am there with them. I need to, I continually work on having the awareness of being present with what I'm working on. That's the single most important thing I do. I love that. Yeah, me too. I love that commitment to mindfulness and awareness. That is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, same here. Yeah. That rolls us into actually something that we'd like to ask all of our guests, which is what is the single most important, helpful piece of advice that you've ever received? Uh, That's a really good one. And I've gotten a lot of advice this past year. (laughs) So (laughs) I think for me, um, the best piece of advice, and it helps me feel the best day to day is, um, is to accept life as it's playing out and try not to resist the changes that are coming your way. And I can say from experience, I spent a very long time trying to resist lots of changes. And yet when I open to life as it's playing out and I let, and I not only, not only open to it yet, like embrace life as it's playing out, I have found so many wonderful things have come from that. So the best piece of advice for me was to um, try not to resist the changes that are coming your way. That's great advice. It sounds like you really are taking that to heart with all that you've got going on and all the changes that have happened. We really appreciate your sharing and we really, um, it's inspiring. So I'm sure you're going to be very successful as you define success. <laughs> and it sounds like like you've got a really good perspective on on all the things going on. So thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Jess, it's been a real pleasure to, to have you on the show today. Can you let people know where they can find you online, please? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my website is amixofpixels.com. And I love Instagram and taking photos. So you can find me at Jess Riley, J-E-S-S-R-E-I-L-L-E-Y. Thanks, Jess. That's awesome. Thank great you. to chat with you. Have a great day. Thanks. Same to you. Thank See ya. you. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.